Can you imagine experiencing your life as easy and peaceful most of the time? Even when things around you seem to be in chaos? It truly is a possibility. That is the gift of living with soul and ego in harmony. Living in self-awareness without judgment. Get ready to listen, share, and experience the magic that is energy medicine. Now, here is the host of Soul Healing with Tracy Trimble, Doctor of Energy Medicine, Tracy Trimble. Welcome, everyone. My name is Tracy, and I'm a doctor of energy medicine. As a bioenergetic therapist, spiritual guide, and healer, I specialize in treating both the cause and the effects of depression, anxiety, acute stress, and chronic pain from the perspective of the human bioenergy field. My passion is teaching energy medicine, such as Reiki, chakra bouncing, and Hatha yoga. My gift is there's of energy that surround your physical body, the energetic field, and my superpower is the ability with your permission to connect directly to the voice of your soul energy, to have a conversation, to figure out where you're at and what you need. Then as a trained talk therapist, I have the joy of speaking with your ego energy as well. And it becomes my job to guide and teach you to bring both your soul and ego into harmony. And that's what we're doing today on this week's show. I want to share with you what I think is one of the ingredients when it comes to being able to heal ourselves of physical ailments, of emotional trauma, of mental neurosis, and of spiritual disconnection. When I say what our topic is today, I've watched people get uncomfortable uh, because it has had a negative connotation in the past, and it's called minding your own business. But it's not what you think it is. To mind your own business is a powerful energy medicine. And I want to share with you today exactly what the power of learning to and being in the energy of minding your own business is. First of all, let's start with why we even want to heal ourselves. I do prescribe heavily to the notion that there is actually nothing wrong with us. So why am I also such a huge proponent of us having to heal ourselves? I think what we're healing ourselves from is not that there's something wrong with us, but that we've become disconnected from all of our parts. I believe that we were meant to be three equal parts combined together to create a whole a whole human experience. That's our physical body. It's our soul energy, which I believe are our feelings and our in our sorry, our feelings and our capacity to navigate the inside world, what we're feeling, what we're thinking, what we're going to create. But there's also a third part, ego. Our ego is how we were meant to navigate the outside world, the physical body as our vessel taking us through these experiences, the soul collecting the wisdom of every experience, and ego, the warrior energy, guiding us towards our highest good. Something happened. I've talked about it in past shows. So I'm not going to spend too much time on it. But something has happened where our ego has taken over. And we are always in defense and protect. 
we're always on the edge in fear of, in judgment of, in criticism of. That's what we need to heal from. We heal from ego excluding our physical body and our soul from the human experience. And how do we do that? We learn to mind our own business. We become the energy of minding our own business. So what does that mean? I believe that we came to this space and time as human beings to experience human beings, to have emotions and thoughts and free will. In doing so, I believe we also contract that we were going to collect very specific experiences, the experiences of who we're meant to be, and that every single individual has their own true path. That what is good for me may not be good for you. What is bad for me may not be bad for you. However, this society of ego has created good and bad as a finite. And we get so caught up in worrying about what other people are doing and how they're doing it that we actually gift ourselves subconsciously or even unconsciously to avoid, ignore, and escape our own doing, must be doing, have to be doings. In doing that, we create what other people expect from us instead of creating what we were meant here, what we were meant to be here, to experience, to feel, to know. The challenge right now with not minding our own business is that we've got caught up into and it is a lot easier to mind other people's business, especially if we've created other human beings. It's actually um part of a of psychology now a thing it's a thing it's called mom guilt that's that's a real thing we energetically have created something that causes us pain and suffering because we've created human being imagine just imagine and i know that this may not be easy to hear the first 500 times that you hear it but imagine that your purpose in giving birth to that little human being was to guide, to teach, to heal and protect, but at the exact same time, to mind your own business, to give them freedom and autonomy, to teach them the emotional languages that guide them, to teach them not what is right and wrong based on society's requirements, but what's right and wrong from the place of love versus the place of fear? What if we didn't have any desire at all to live out our contract and our experiences through others? What if we were responsible for discovering our truth? for deciding who we wanted to be in that truth, and then for achieving the experiences that gift us that truth. If it didn't matter to you what other people said about you or thought about you, what if you were able to navigate this space and time from a place of love, 
from a place that says, I'm enough. I have everything that I need. What if we didn't have to have from other people the okay for us to think, to feel, to be, to do, to have? But most importantly in all of this, in the capacity behind our own business, we were also dedicated, capable, and able to be kind and compassionate to others. What if we spent most of our energy navigating the world from the outside with kindness and compassion, but discovering every inch, every ounce of our own being, of who we are meant to be? 99% of all physical ailments, all emotional elements are based in the fact that somewhere along the line created the belief and formed habits that says that says awesome that say I am not enough and when we get that caught up in our psyche we actually go out looking for evidence to prove that it's true to prove that it's true that I am not enough The irony and the challenge in that is that if we decided to stop looking for evidence that we're not enough and we started looking for evidence that we are enough, it's all there. Whatever it is that we're looking for is going to present itself to us. But we won't recognize that when we're minding other people's business when we're telling them all of the things that do and have, but we're not interested or capable in doing those things for ourselves. What if you had the capacity to mind your own business, to discover who you want to be, to realize that there is the possibility that you have a contract, that your purpose is to discover that, and then to go out and find evidence of its truth. A couple weeks ago, I did a show called Who Do You Want to Be? And that's the big question that I want you to ask yourself. Who do you want to be? I know for me, there's a bunch of things that I focus on daily that I want to be that they don't come easy to me, but when I'm in them, I am peaceful, I am joyful, I am love, but when I'm not in them, I'm not those things. One of those happens to be patient. In the past, patience completely eluded me, but... I would be judgmental and critical of those who couldn't be patient with me or actually couldn't even be patient with other people. But at no time in that space of unconscious incompetence did I have the capacity to realize that it wasn't me I was frustrated with for the lack of patience. Sorry, that's not true. It wasn't them I was frustrated with for having a lack of patience, it was me. They were my mirrors. It was everyone else who wasn't being patient. 
it took that for me to discover that I wasn't minding my own business. I was too concerned about what everybody else thought and felt, what they wanted. But when I gifted myself the capacity to realize that patience calms me and brings me balance, that I could cultivate the capacity to at least be of it, to act it out, and to mind my own business when other people weren't being patient, it meant I wasn't controlled by their thoughts, their feelings, or their actions. It gives me a sense of being in control, not only of my own self, not only of my own environment, but of my life. When I cultivated the capacity to be patient and stopped preaching to others that that's what they needed to be, guess what happened? Everything I'm being for showed up. People, places, things, scenes, situations, and scenarios. They appeared to me. So why is it that minding our own business is so important? It's because that's why we're here. We're here to collect experiences of our very own unique mission. Nobody else is going to be able to collect that for us, to experience that for us. If we can mind our own business and gift others permission to do the same, be doing our work honestly. And that's why we're here. It looks like it's time for the first break of our show. When we return, we're actually going to be talking about what doing our work honestly means, why it's so important, and how we can do that. You're listening to Soul Healing with Tracy Trimble on Inspired Choices Network. We'll be right back. Many of us believe that feeling sick and tired is just the way life is, so we get stuck in the habit. What if we are not meant to live in pain and suffering at all? By tuning in to Soul Healing Radio Show with Doctor of Energy Medicine, Tracy Trimble, you will learn to eliminate the habit of suffering through self-awareness without judgment, therefore bringing soul and ego closer together. Are you ready to learn, share, heal, grow, and prosper? Listen for Soul Healing with Tracy Trimble, Ph.D., every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Do you want the world to be greater? Are you a seeker, and do you know more is possible? Together, we can make it happen. Join us for the 22nd Century Consciousness Showcase. More than 20 movers and shakers in the world of empowerment will unveil their strategies for creating dynamic future success. All our speakers will invite and inspire you with their visions in the exciting world of consciousness. Each of them have put together amazing promotional packages with extraordinary pricing that will be available to you just for participating with us. The showcase begins June 11th and runs through June 15th. Join us at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com to never miss any of the amazing video conversations and fabulous offerings. We look forward to creating the future consciousness with you.
This is Soul Healing Radio Show with Doctor of Energy Medicine, Tracy Trimble, Ph.D. To participate in the program, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to tracy at tracytrimble.ca. Now back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. Our topic today is minding your own business. And I know at first those words can appear harsh. I know they've been used in negative connotations, but they really truly are the most powerful words to use to realign our soul, our ego, and our body back into one. It's a tough question, but I'm going to ask you to look at your daily life, your interaction with other people, the choices that you're making for yourself, the demands that you're making on others. Are you currently capable of minding your own business? Do you have the capacity to vision, to see what difference can make for you? Is it something that could pique your interest, but you're just not sure what it means or how to do it? Well, that's what we're going to cover today on the show. We're going to talk about minding our own business as our work, as one of the huge reasons that we're here in this space and time. We have a very unique opportunity as human beings. We have thoughts. We have feelings. We have free will and enemy. Whether you believe it or not, you create your reality, your experience, have that superpower. And some of us are using it and some of us simply aren't even aware that it's possible. We haven't developed the capacity to believe that. And that's our work. Our work is to get here into this space and time to remember contract, to remember who we were meant to be, and then to start being that human. Human being. That's what we're here for. We're here to find all of the pieces that bring us love and joy whether they are actual experiences, whether they are feelings. Our whole purposefulness is to do this work. What is this work, you might ask? Well, that's a really, really challenging question because it's 100% absolutely unique to every individual. There's a challenge in that belief because We want to believe that the world is good. But the fact is, is that the universe works off of energies that are light and dark. Not good or bad. Not beautiful. Just simply light and dark. We cannot know darkness without light. And we cannot know light without darkness. Yin and yang, the energy of opposites. My point in speaking this is about our contract. Not every single one of us has had opportunity or signed the contract to be purely good. Let's label Mother Teresa purely good. 
not all of us have had the courage to sign the contract to be truly bad. Let's label serial killers, for example, as truly bad. What if, and as ugly and painful as this seems, what if even serial and their contract was to experience that depth of darkness, of sadness, and of pain. We can label it whatever we want, grotesqueness. That's simply our judgment and criticism. What if individual had the courage as a spiritual being to come to this space and time and say, mm, okay, experience that. Yeah, we as judge and criticize that. But that was contract. Each of us has a unique contract. Our goal is to find the light in that contract. It doesn't have to be gigantic. We're in between the dark and the light, most of us. The con is to discover who we are who we're meant to be, and then to be that energy. When we do our work honestly, it means that we learn to have the capacity to accept all that is light, dark about ourselves. My personal darkness is anger, blame, and truthfulness. I no longer judge and criticize myself for those three energies when they pop up. I have the capacity, the awareness now to look at them, to not fear them, not to judge myself for them, but to realize that in that very moment I'm going out of alignment with who I want to be. And those three energies are my warning. They're my gift. Yes, they were also my curse, but because I looked at them as my curse, I looked at them as my darkness. But now, in finding a complete and total love for myself, which, don't kid yourself, easy. I know that those pieces of darkness that I fought for so long are who I'm meant to be. They are my dark. And because of them, I was able to discover my light. I was able to become exactly who I was meant to be. But it wasn't easy or fun. I had to dig deep and do my work honestly. I had to look at my lies. I still have to look at my lies. I had to look deep at my propensity for blame. I still look for blame. And I had to look deep at my anger. Was that scary? It's still scary. But every time I do it, without judgment and criticism, with kindness and compassion, I grow. I become brighter. I enjoy life to new depths and new experiences. What you fear or think is bad of yourself, that's simply just your darkness. What you're afraid to love about yourself, that's your light. 
And by doing your work honestly, by knowing who you truly are, what your capabilities are, good, bad, beautiful, and ugly, you gift yourself to be you in your truth, in all of your light and all of your darkness. But you also need to cultivate the secret ingredient, which is minding your own business. It doesn't matter what other people think of you. It's what you think of you. When you are capable of finding that true depth of love for yourself, you will stop surrounding yourself with people who judge and criticize, who are incapable of doing their work honestly. You will also begin to cultivate a kindness and a compassion for those who show you your truth, for those who reveal to you that which is dark so that which is light. One of the challenges when we start this journey of self-love and self-awareness is that we find it really hard to mind our own business. And that's what blocks us from doing our work honestly. But another challenge in learning to mind our own business is sometimes what we've known melts away. People, places, things, seen situations and scenarios that no longer serve us change and it's very challenging sometimes as change happens and that's why minding our own business with co-powerful if we could possibly imagine that others come to us to serve us and we come to others to serve then that's part of doing our work honestly then we're going to realize that that's an important part of life, of people coming and going. Are you ready? Are you ready to do your work honestly? Are you ready to take a really good look at who you've been? what you've been avoiding and escaping, and most importantly, what you've been hiding from. Are you ready to stop judging and criticizing others and placing the blame on the outside world so that you can continue to avoid, ignore, and escape your inner world, your truth? Are you ready to discover your true and authentic self? I'm not going to tell you that this is always easy and fun, but it's worth it. Cultivating the capacity to find self-love, to be in love with your own self, is incredibly powerful because not only does it give you peacefulness, within and around, but it puts you directly on a true path. And you begin to collect experiences, good, bad, beautiful, and ugly, that you thrive in. And as you experience more thriving abundance, you begin to leave lack and negativity behind. You grow, you heal, and you prosper.
Are you ready to change your own business? It's time for our second British show. When we return, we're going to discuss not only how to do our work honestly, but how to survive in society while we do it. We're going to talk about teaching others to meet you where you're at and to teach you to meet others where they're at and exactly what that means. You're listening to Soul Healing with Tracy Trimble on the Inspired Choice Network. We'll be right back. Many of us believe that feeling sick and tired is just the way life is. So we get stuck in the habit. What if we are not meant to live in pain and suffering at all? By tuning in to Soul Healing Radio Show with Doctor of Energy Medicine, Tracy Trimble, you will learn to eliminate the habit of suffering through self-awareness without judgment, therefore bringing soul and ego closer together. Are you ready to learn, share, heal, grow, and prosper? Listen for Soul Healing with Tracy Trimble, Ph.D., every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is Soul Healing Radio Show with Doctor of Energy Medicine, Tracy Trimble, Ph.D., to participate in the program, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to tracy at tracytrimble.ca. Now back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. Our show topic today is Mind Your Own Business. And before we went to break, we were discussing what it means to mind our own business and to do our work on us. And the big question I'm sure on everyone's mind is, yeah, that's great, but how how do I do that? Well, I'm going to tell you right now, it's not easy at first, but it's easier. I'm going to presume that... If you are just moving into conscious incompetence, that this is a really scary proposition. But if you've been in conscious competence or unconscious competence for a while now, you're noticing that you're actually already doing this, whether you intended on it or not. You will say things like, you know what, I'm not going to worry about that. That's not about me. Oh, I'm not going to do that. That's not for me. Those are some of the ways in which we step out of minding other people's business. The challenges the challenges are that we are nosy by nature. As human beings, we're curious. And it's also a whole lot easier, and believe me, I know that this is truth. It is a whole lot easier to help other people solve challenges than it is to have to deal with our own. But on the other side of that, it is sometimes very challenging when other people stick their nose in your business and you can't work your own stuff out. 
So imagine that there are two sides of every story. There are two position places in every issue. What we want to create is the capacity to meet people where they're at, not expecting them to be where we're at and not forcing ourselves to go to where they're at. And what I mean by that is it's okay for you to be happy and someone else not be. It's okay for you to not be happy while someone else is. If we take responsibility for making happiness an inside job, and we give ourselves permission to realize that happiness isn't the same definition for absolutely every single person, then we're going to realize that that's about meeting one another where we're at. I don't have to be where you are, physically, emotionally, mentally, or spiritually, to be fulfilled. And I know that's very challenging because most of our life is about relationships. Whether it's a parent-child relationship, whether it's an intimate relationship, or whether it's social. Friends, family, co-workers, acquaintances. Social creates much of the challenge when it comes to minding our own business, doing our work honestly, and meeting people where they're at. So imagine, with this information, or at least the idea of minding your own business, imagine that you have a flashlight. And where you shine that flashlight is where your sight capacity is. What I'm asking you to do in this moment is to stop shining that flashlight on those around you and have the courage to begin to shine that light on your own self. Begin to discover everything about you that is both incredibly amazing and incredibly challenging. Because each of those pieces are one another's partner. Without the depths of rage that I have experienced, I would never be able to experience the powerful and empowering depths of happiness and joy that I know. Without having the capacity to realize that I blame everyone else, I would never have had the courage to look at all of the things I could possibly for. Those two pieces alone, anger and blame, changed everything for me. I was able to look at my own self and realize that I didn't actually know anyone else who visually had the rage that I had. And so I felt alone. I ignored, I avoided, and I escaped my anger at any chance I could get because I didn't want anyone to know how angry I was. I created a chameleon persona so that nobody could know that. And then finally it happened. I met someone who was even more angry than me. And I partnered with that person. 
and the great deal of harm and suffering was caused. And although I look at that relation challenge, I'm also looking at it as a gift. It gifted me the capacity to know that I couldn't have known that depth anger from someone else had I not known that depth of anger from myself. But now, 15 years later, I have the capacity to look at that and say that had I at some point had the capacity to mind my own business, to look at my anger and to discover what it was trying to tell me, I would have never attracted that situation into my life. I would have never accumulated that pain and suffering. Instead of being where I was at, or I should have been, in my own anger, dealing with it, looking at it, I met someone else where I shouldn't have been. I didn't mind my own business. I didn't do my honestly. I'm asking for you to take a really good look at your life. I'm asking you to give yourself permission to step away from the social habits of minding everybody else's business. And I'm going to ask you to take a deep look at yourself, at whatever that is that you think is darkness or is bad, is not good enough, and to realize that what you have underneath a whole bunch of muck and dirt is a gigantic piece of gold. And if you give yourself permission to meet yourself where you're at right now without judgment and criticism. If you're really angry, if you're really sad, if you're really disconnected, if you're really trapped in guilt, then be there. Be there. Start to mind your business. Shine your flashlight on it. Know that you're not alone. Give yourself permission to start to do your work honestly. How do you do that? Just look at that piece. Give yourself permission to see, to feel, to know the pain and suffering that it's giving to you. To imagine that it was a security alert telling you that you've gone too far. That as you begin to shine light on it, you realize that it's not ugly, it's dirty. Begin to clean that up. Begin to own it. Worrying about what other people are thinking and doing. There's uh, a saying... Uh, I've, I've seen some cool Facebook memes on it, but it's a saying, and it goes something like this, and it says, it's none of your business what other people think about you. That's true. I don't want to get into the energy of who cares what anybody else thinks, because that's a totally different energy. That's a, a defeated negative energy. But it doesn't matter. What other 
What matters is what you think, what you feel, who you want to be. And until you look at your darkness, you're going to be able to live in your light because you're always going to be running, avoiding, ignoring, and escaping. We don't like something. We walk away. Are you ready to take a good look at that little beautiful piece of gold underneath all of that darkness? Are you willing to start to do the work of cleaning it up? Are you ready to become your true and authentic self? You are. It's time to release the doubt. It's time to release the fear of what other people will think or do. It's time to start taking care of you, to discovering you, to finally, finally, totally, and completely loving you. And if for even a moment it doesn't seem like that's possible, please know that it is. I've been there. It's time for our third break of the show. When we return, I want to share with you a little poem uh, that was shared with me uh, by Marianne Williamson. Uh, I don't know who wrote it, but um, it gives you a pretty good idea of of where we're going. We'll be right back. Many of us believe that feeling sick and tired is just the way life is. So we get stuck in the habit. What if we are not meant to live in pain and suffering at all? By tuning in to Soul Healing Radio Show with Doctor of Energy Medicine, Tracy Trimble, you will learn to eliminate the habit of suffering through self-awareness without judgment, therefore bringing soul and ego closer together. Are you ready to learn, share, heal, grow, and prosper? Listen for Soul Healing with Tracy Trimble, Ph.D., every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is Soul Healing Radio Show with Doctor of Energy Medicine, Tracy Trimble, Ph.D. To participate in the program, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to tracy at tracytrimble.ca. Now back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Tracy, and you're listening to Soul Healing with Tracy Trimble on Inspired Choices Network. Before we went to break, I was more or less pleading with you to give yourself permission to be ready, to start doing your own work honestly, to begin to meet people where they're at from where you're at, to stop pretending that everything is okay, 
the biggest lie that human beings use and use a lot is these three words, I am fine. Someone walks up to you and says, hi, how are you? And you look them in the eye and you say, I'm fine. Or someone says, can I help you with that? No, I don't need any help. Thank you. We've got to stop lying to ourselves and others. We have to start getting deep into who we truly are. We have to decide that we're going to begin to mind our own business. We're going to stop needing to be what everybody else needs us to be. And we're going to start being who we're meant to be so that we can be what everyone else needs. There's a a beautiful poem called Reasons in Lifetime. And I would like to read it today not only because um, I believe that when we're working on minding our own business and doing that what we need gets presented to us. And it usually gets presented to us in the form of another person. The challenge is that that person either shines a bright light on our darkness or pulls us into their light to support us. We're doing our work honestly and we're minding our own business. It's sometimes challenging to not get caught up in other people's stuff. So let me just quickly read this poem to you. Again, there was unknown. It was presented to me originally through Marianne Williamson. And it goes like this. People come into your life for a reason, a season, or a lifetime. When you figure out which one it is, you will know what to do for each person. When someone is in your life for a reason, it usually is to meet a need you've expressed. They've come to assist you through a difficulty, to provide you with guidance and support, or to aid you emotionally or spiritually. They may seem like a godsend in the moment, and they are. They are there for the reason you needed them to be. Then without any wrongdoing on your part or at an inconvenient time, this person will say or ding to bring the relationship to the end. Sometimes they die. Sometimes they walk away. Sometimes they act up and force you to take a stand. What's important and what we must realize is that our need has been met, our desire fulfilled, and their work is done. The prayer you sent up has been answered, and it's now time to move on. When people come into your life for a season, it's because your turn has come to share, to grow, or to learn. They bring you an experience of peace, they make you laugh, or they teach you something you've never done before. They usually give you an unbelievable amount of joy, so believe it, it's real. But it is that season. Lifetime relationships teach you lifetime lessons. Things you mold upon in order to have solid emotional foundations. Your job is to accept the lesson, love the person, and put what you've learned into use in other relationships and in all areas of your life.
this poem is a gift. And it's a gift that I'm hoping to give to you today. You decide to start minding your own business. As you decide that you are so important that you deserve to receive the reasons, the seasons, and the lifetime. It's time for you to do your work honestly. To stop using your light to navigate the outside world. And to shine that light within. To discover the most beautiful and grotesque aspects of yourself and bring them to balance. To find a crazy amount of self-love. When you do this, you're going to be able to meet people where they're at. You're going to love yourself and them in that moment for exactly what you both need. End the pain and the suffering. To end the challenges and the conflict. That's the gift that you have in this moment. Should you choose to begin to learn to mind your own business, to do your work honestly, and to meet people where they're at. As always, I am incredibly grateful to have spent this time with you this week and each week. I know what I was saying today wasn't easy to hear and it appeared like I repeated it a I trust that you got exactly what you needed from me today. If for any reason you have not or you have questions, concerns, or ideas, please do not hesitate to email me at Tracy at Tracy Tremier. If you're curious about what I do or how I can personally guide and mentor you, please check out my website at tracytrimble.ca. And next, be sure to join us as we discuss the backpack. I want to talk to you about unpacking your backpack. That's how we start this journey of minding our own business. We carry everything on our shoulders that we experience. We collect every thought, word, and feeling, good, bad, beautiful, and ugly, and we store it on our energetic shoulders. The negative energies and experiences are like heavy rocks. The positives are like feathers. So let me show you how to unpack your backpack so that you can get on this journey of self-awareness, self-discovery, and self-love. Until next time, I'm asking you to gift yourself permission to find self-awareness without judgment, to become soul and ego in harmony, and to know that you are 100% completely supported in doing that, if not by your own self, by the universe around you, by the people that you give and allow yourself to receive love from, but also by outside sources. You didn't find or listen to this show today for no reason. It's time. It's time for you to start minding your own business, to begin to do your work honestly, and to meet people where they're at. Are they a reason 
a season, or are they a lifetime? Give yourself permission to allow you and them to be exactly what they're meant to be. I'm looking forward to sharing more information with you next week to gift you exactly what it is that you need to know to help you become who you're meant to be. My name is Tracy Trimble. I am a doctor of energy medicine, and I'm here to guide, teach, and heal. Have a beautiful Thank you for choosing to listen to Soul Healing with Tracy Trimble, Ph.D. Tracy will return next Wednesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, give yourself permission to learn, share, heal, and grow through self-awareness without...